Welcome back to the best music show, Up and Coming, Third Shift on YouTube. Uh, the boys, man, we, we just want to talk about what's going on in the music world today, man. We got a, we got a <laughs> surprise yesterday, but yep. before we get into that, put me on to what you've been listening to, man, because you because you you did me wonders last time with, uh, was it Ve- was it Belle? Was that her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, Belle the Wonder. Bro, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. that was all my that was that was that was fun a couple times in the car. That so. she was she's hard she's hard. But <laughs> did I tell you? So I think we talked a little bit about uh, Boldy James. Yes, yes. Did, did you get a chance to listen to Bo Jackson? Uh, I listened to Bo Jackson when it came out, but you put me onto the Versace tape last oh, time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And, and actually, uh, between Vell and the Versace tape, those were I think I played those like Saturday, Sunday, like part of Monday. So I I appreciate you for getting me hip to those. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I gotta I gotta bring up Bo Jackson, man. Like right. that that album. For those who don't know, it's Alchemist who is like a very well-known and established New York producer with uh, Boldy James, who's an up-and-coming Detroit rapper. Yep. But his, he doesn't have that Detroit style like any Detroit rapper people know of. No. And they they literally are like, they say they LeBron and Wade right now of <laughs> the producer-rapper duo because this album is, is hard and... It was funny. Somebody was like, um, somebody says something like Boldy James rapping about his demons over Alchemist Beats makes my day. And it's like, <laughs> like, 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 how does a tweet like that exist? Right? Like, that's right. just so funny. <laughs> Who would ever think of that? Nah, man, I'll be, I'll be real with you. Um, I wasn't, I, I'd heard Boldy James' name before, before this. I wasn't crazy hip to a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Um, I think what really drew me in, though, to listen to it was the fact that Alchemist, um, I got turned on to him. I don't know how long it was. It was quite a while ago, but the fact that I saw his name with this dude, I'm like, you know, they. Mm-hmm. I think you know, with him being an up and coming rapper, it is good to work with somebody like Alchemist because it gives people like me to pay attention to it. For so, sure. um, I thought the cover art was even sweet too. I mean, that's another thing Did that you got see, my. I want to say Alchemist made it. I, yeah. I just I just seen a video of him like he literally was like paper cutting these like magazine covers and like that's putting crazy. them together. It was tough. That's it was tough. tough. That is tough. That might be that might be one of those albums. When we do uh, the end of the year rankings for for yes. twenty twenty one, it might be, it might be up there. It it, I, it is for me. I have to put that <laughs> up there because, like I said, it, it caught me by surprise. Right. And like I said, it, it was just a combo of rappers and producers that just wasn't expected. We ain't heard right. it yet. Right. It was not expected. And speaking of things that aren't expected, we got the surprise yesterday with Kendrick Lamar. I, I, I want to know what your thoughts on it yeah. were because I, I I couldn't believe it. Like. Like I said, I saw Kendrick post on his Instagram story, and his I think I don't know if he po- did he post it on his page too, or was it just his story? Uh I don't even I I only seen it on Twitter. I I don't even know does he even post on Instagram? He he posts like <laughs> once a year, like once in every year and a half he posts. He never posts. Okay, <laughs> so that surprise caught us off guard yesterday. I want to know what, what was your reaction to it. Um, so I was scrolling and. I didn't see his tweet first. I seen somebody quote tweeted basically saying like, um, is he done with TDE? Question mark. And I was right. like, I was like, that's weird. Like, <laughs> why, why are we talking about that? Yeah. So I, I click on the link and I read it. And um, my, after reading it, my very first, I had two thoughts immediately was, is this his last album ever? Right. And um, the PF, what is it? PF Lang? Um, yeah. The PF, yeah. 
I, I, I initially was like, okay, he probably about to level that up a lot. PG Lang, PG Lang is what it's called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's probably about to level that up through mm-hmm. the roof, right? Because he's his own owner now. Yeah, yeah. I, I was kind of curious too because I think when I first saw it, I was like, dude, is this like his last album, like forever? And uh, I was just trying to think. I mean, he's only been around really, what, eight, nine? Yeah. Eight, nine years. So I was like, you know, um, but I was curious to know. I'm not I'm not crazy into rankings and stuff, but just say this is his last album. Where where, where would you place him, like, uh, amongst the all-time greats? A lot of the guys we have the conversations about. I think he should be labeled top three. Um, <laughs> Ooh, top three ever? Um, mainly because, uh, okay, top five. You made me feel. <laughs> I was like, I was like, three is bold. I was like, I, I'm with it though. Okay, I was like, I like okay, it. okay, okay. Top, top five, at least. Okay. Because okay. I think, I think what, I think what guys like Cole, Kendrick, Drake, Kanye have done for hip hop yeah. has kind of pushed it to that next level of. Right creative freedom mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah, uh, creative true. ideas like i i think like those group of rappers we will forever talk about in this thing we call music yeah because of the impact they've made and right. i and and like i said my take one of my takeaways from that article was him focusing on his own record label so in my mind he's taking everything he hated about the industry everything he hated about record labels yeah he's doing it his way Right, and that, I think that's going to continue to build his legacy. And I'll, I'll be real with you, man. I think one of the things that's funny, and this isn't a conversation. I think we we've really had a whole lot, but um, I saw a post the other day that talked about who has the best three album stretch in hip hop history. And I really think Kendrick, he might have a four album stretch because if you think about Section Eighty, then Good Kid, to Pimp a Butterfly, and then Damn, I mean. That's quite a that's quite a stretch. That is a good run. That is a good run. I, it's good fu- run. it's funny. I just posted on my TikTok um, uh-huh. Young Thugs run. That was well, a, yeah, that Thug. was a recent run that I so yeah. I, I got to do another one for Kendrick because yeah yeah no that I I enjoy that because what a run means for an artist mm. is that they getting better right which is hard for and thinking creative wise it's hard to get better right and to do it for five six years like that's yeah. that's tough there's not a lot of people that can do that there isn't and even too i mean do you do you count the black panther soundtrack in that because i mean i was a huge fan of the black panther soundtrack i love um i i would i would say i mean it probably just add to his his record label mindset now yeah he, he's just known as somebody who he could put together an album if you want him to he could put together a, some artist development you know what i mean artist discovery he can do all that yeah, yeah, man. I'm I'm just hoping that. I mean, if this is his last one. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna be sad if it is. But um, you know how guys always say this is their last hoorah. And then right. Well, you know, you know what was people was bringing up, and I agreed a hundred percent. What was that? Why are we not getting another black hippie project? That is facts. Like what? <laughs> what? Like what? Are they not making music together anymore? Like that—that's kind of weird. That part of the whole story is weird. But and you kind of wonder what's happened, like within that whole whole camp, like within the last four, three, four years. I mean, three, I don't know. There's years, a lot least, of questions. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of questions about it. I, I, my, I, I said this to my boy the other day too. I, I just feel like they're all comfortable, and I feel like yeah. being comfortable 
um, affects a lot of different people's motivation and ideas and creativity. And I think they're just all on different waves now. Like right. I just seen a stream of uh schoolboy Q in the studio, listening to beats randomly, like <laughs> nobody in the studio with them. Like, I'm like, like right. these dudes are cool. Like they're, right. they, they are what we would call rich forever. Like they don't right. have to work or do anything for the rest of their lives. And I think they, at that point where Kendrick, like, Okay, I'm not done yet. Like, right. <laughs> I still got nah. things to do. <laughs> no, nah, I, I get that, man. And, and I feel like very few people have ever had that mindset. So, I mean, I'm with it. I'm yeah, with no, it. me too. Did More. you see Did you see also in the letter he said um, he's not going to have his cell phone with him? Like, he's like, I gotta complete, go re- he's completely off the grid, I think. He says something like that. Um, yeah, I go months without a phone. So like, you, you know what's really weird is the fact that like he's opening up with all these things, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem weird just because it like it's almost like we know this is how you are. Right, we know you disappear for, for no <laughs> yeah, freaking yeah. reason. We know you do these things. You're telling us things you already know, but like the fact that he's like you know now coming out addressing them, I I think is cool. But like I said, I was yeah. kind of like, okay, we, I know you don't get on your cell phone. You never post. You've been giving us an album, so I know yeah. you. Don't so yeah well my last my last thing about kendrick is what do you think this album gonna sound like man what's your what's your we gotta lay our prediction down now man are we are we comparing it to like old albums of his no literally as a as a as a follow-up from damn Mm. what do you think this project will sound like to be real with you man um to pimp a butterfly was one of those albums i think of his that addressed a lot of things going on in the world yep, yep. Um, that hadn't, they'd been happening, but they weren't as prevalent as like last, like 2020. Yeah. I think Dan was like commercially like his best album, but I'm kind of curious. I wonder if this next album is kind of going to go back to sounded like his to pimp a butterfly days because of all the things that we've had happen. Yep. Kind of within the last year. But can you really mix like conscious, conscious rap like that with a commercial sound? Like, do you think it would sound somewhere between to pimp a butterfly and damn, like can you get that? If 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 anybody's gonna do it, it's Kendrick. Yeah. Okay, I'll just say like to to be honest, like I feel like that's what a that's what an album coming after damn would sound like. It's like okay, I found out what it takes or what I had to do to make this commercially yeah. great. So like you said, now he gonna say some real stuff in it and yeah. see if he can still create that sound. That's that's my prediction as well. So. There were actually surprisingly a lot of songs on Damn though that were like they had like the same elements of like real life like uh, yep, was it yep. XX so yeah I mean yeah. I, I think you definitely do it we'll see man we'll see. we'll see we'll see I think this might solidify him this will this will this this one will really solidify him I think <laughs> yep yeah so so the next the next topic is, is funny to follow up with Kendrick and you know what I mean top fives of the world right um. When we talk about the first to do things, I remember Soulja Boy was a very in topic for this, right. for whatever reason. But Soulja Boy is a solidified person in the hip hop game. Yeah. Um, but Tory Lanez kind of made some moves this past like month. Yeah. Um, so Tory Lanez was actually one of the first artists to start promoting that he's going to sell an NFT song. That's what he started with. Yeah. This happened um 
way back when, way back when he, he basically sold a song as an NFT. So once again, for those who don't know, NFT is is basically a, a non-copyable code in a sense. There's nobody else that can have this code. Right. And they can limit how many people have this code. So it's basically like you have a rare object or song. Um, this And this has been very new. And this is funny because this is coming as there's a big problem with streaming revenue. Right. So to, to remind people again, if you're if you put a song on Spotify right now, Cantley, you get a hundred thousand streams. Oh, that's a hundred dollars. You're gonna make a hundred bucks. <laughs> you're like what? What am I doing with my time? What am I doing? And that's and that's what a lot a lot of people are trying to figure out ways to make money outside of streaming. That's merch. That's shows. That's movie appearances. That's yep. you know what I mean. There's. They have to do things outside of streaming to make money. Right. But there's a form of artists that are like, that's messed up. Like, I should be able to make money off of my music. Like, that, yeah, exactly. that's what I do it for. Right. So, yeah, going back to Tory Lane. So he, he started with the NFT. Like I said, it was very unique things of art that he could only sell a limited amount. So he did it with an album. This is the first time it's ever been done. Okay. Um, like I said, you you would basically have this one code of this album. He sold a million for one dollar. That's crazy. He made a million dollars off of an album. I don't know the last person that's done that in a few days. So do you? So is this the way you think these artists are going to start trending? Do you think more people are going to follow follow suit with this? And th- and that's that's what I'm gonna add. So this is very new. Like this this story is very new, um, because the the flip side of it is people who own these albums can yeah. resell them. Oh, so that's okay. kind of something that's still an experiment. So depending on if this flops or yeah. if this does good, right. I think that will be the tell of if this is the future. So Tory um, Lanez is the guinea pig. Exactly. Tory Lanez <laughs> is the, the guinea, guinea pig, pig. because okay. it, it's still very early. Like I said, it's still the only album you can do this with. You can right. still only buy one NFT album right now. But $1 entry? Yeah. I mean. That's not that's not terrible. It's not. I'm kind of wondering, too, the way, the way we look at music and stuff now, these NFT things, like, you know, like down down the road, how valuable? Like like how much? Like so, if you get it for a dollar now, like how valuable down the road? Let's like say like twenty thirty years from now. And that's and be that's like, kind that's kind of first, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of been the beauty of NFTs is right. if you own this now, it's technically infinite the value it could be. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's it's whatever's worth to whoever else. Like yeah, hey, I want to buy that from you for ten thousand. You're like no. Somebody just offered me fifteen thousand. You're like, okay, right. <laughs> like there's no, there's no, there's no rules to it. So that's right. why it's like, hey, ain't no telling what could happen, man. But if somebody flipped one dollars into a hundred dollars off of an album, that's interesting. Then that's it's what probably we're what, to talk about. That's probably what Kanye is waiting to do with Donda, but we're not going to talk about him today. Nah, nah, forget <laughs> Donda, forget all that, man. God, I know. He's probably waiting to do that to us, man. He, he's probably plotting. <laughs> so. So I was about to say, we, we actually have talked about NFTs on here before. Um, and I asked you, like, is there an artist like you you would spend, you know what I mean? Uh, $50, $100 for a, a digital album or, you know what I mean? Digital artwork from this artist. 
to be to be real with you, dude, I think you said it earlier when you talked about top fives and stuff like that. I think guys like um, a Kendrick, a Kanye, a Drake, or a J. Cole, I think guys who are – I mean, obviously, somebody like Tory Lanez, I, I think – I don't think he'll really, like, transcend, like, into the next – like you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think it's like one of those like immortal figures. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I mean, I think if it's any of those guys who you know their music holds value like now and basically forever, I, I, I would spend fifty bucks on like a Drake or Kanye or Kendrick or Jake Colwin. I mean, yeah, down the road, I mean, it might be like oh, like it's worth a hundred thousand dollars. Exactly, or it's, something, it's worth yeah. something crazy. Yeah, right. no, and and it was funny too because my boy actually last night uh, Caesar just showed me. Um, on Apple Music, they have the moving covers now. Have you seen that? I have seen that. I saw Trippy Red's cover was one of the moving ones. So my thought process now is like, what if it's unique covers now? You know yeah. what I mean? So you right. add unique covers, you add unique codes, and it's only one of one of an album. And yep. that's worth $50,000, $100,000. You know what I mean? And it, it, it honestly just blows my mind to like see things. It's like literally just like small things like that that it's just – I never would have thought. Oh yeah, no. This is no. this is definitely the future pushing into our our daily lives, and I like it, man. I I, I love it because, like I said, I, I hate what's going on with like streaming right. revenue, like that. I think that's so jacked up to say if I get a hundred thousand streams, I'm gonna make a hundred bucks. Right. Like that doesn't that doesn't make sense. Doesn't. That doesn't compute. And I think this is a change that's needed if that is that Spotify starts offering some NFT deals and you yeah. know what I mean? Different stuff like that. So, yeah. But I think back in the day when we had like MP3 players and stuff, man, we, we knew something like this was coming yes. like sooner or later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I think it's just, I think it's cool to see. But like you said, um, the streaming revenue, when you put it in that perspective, dude, it's just like you put all the like this time into, you know, your craft, like your whole life. And it's like to only get a hundred dollars off a hundred thousand streams, I'd be like, man, what am I really doing? Like, exactly, it's, it's tough. Really it's doing? tough. Yeah, it's tough out here, dude. Yep. But, but that's all I have for for today's episode, man. Not not a crazy bunch going on. Um, some new music did drop, um, like we talked about the Trippy Reds. Um, did was it was it uh, Ty Dolla Sign and Division that dropped there? Yep, yep, yep. Um, what's their names? Uh, K Camp dropped an album too. Oh, K Camp, yes, K Camp. Oh, did you listen to Lord? Uh yes, I listened to it a little bit. Um, I'll be real with you. I'm a huge fan of like her her first couple of projects. I think yeah. this one kind of sounds like it's somewhere in between. So there's there's a couple songs on there that aren't bad. Um, but like I said, I, I'm a huge fan of like her early music. But um, I, I'll I'll give this one a listen again. I'll give Lord a listen again. It's funny because I I think Lord is a push for. Uh, millennial she's like a millennial artist like yeah she is the songs she makes are like only stuff somebody in their like early late 20s can talk about like yeah and i feel like that genre of music is is, is kind of cool i ain't gonna lie like, it, it is she, she got a song called stoned at the nail salon like, yeah I, yeah it's just like what <laughs> <laughs> but like but I'm sure there's tons of people that relate. Like you're like, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think that was one of the ones I played back twice yesterday. I was like, oh, that's different. I was like, I've never heard it's that. Different. Before. Yeah, it's I was different. Like, it's different. But the more I listened to it, I was like, this is this is millennial music. This is yeah. what early twenties, late twenties people is talking about. <laughs> I went to when I told you I was doing the preview for the record store store yesterday when I went in the store. The vinyl of it was already there. Dang. Uh, yeah, and I was like, I was like, this just came out today. And he was like, Yeah, like I just got this shipment like an hour ago. So 
the, and wow. you know, yeah, and like you said, like you know, that style of music kind of leans more towards millennials. Millennials yep. love vinyl, so it's like she, there you go. She, she tapped into something right there. So yeah, yeah it, it was definitely a lot of new music, man. But yeah, that's it for me, man. That's it for me. We'll just have to keep our eyes out and see what see what else goes on. But we do have some more, you know, fun, interesting things coming up. We posted the list. Um, we are gonna have the season finale of this uh, in September. So. Yep. Yep. Lots, of, lots, lots coming with uh, Third Shift, Hollywood Heat. Uh, we're gonna start watching the scary movies, so pl- plenty, plenty coming for everybody. Yep, for sure, for sure, man. So hey, we are gonna see you on the next one. As always, uh, the Third Shift, like I said, best music show. Keep subscribing to the YouTube channel. We've uh, we've grown the subscribers quite a bit on there. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, everywhere else. Malik does a great job with the TikToks and the YouTube Shorts. So yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Just keep following our content. We will see you guys next time on the Third Shift. Yep, we out.